0: This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts.
1: Right, I've got to subtly do some links for this podcast. You won't notice we're doing them. Kelly, what do you want me to say?
2: So, can you do the intro to it? So, hi, yeah. Ely thanks for downloading my okay. podcast. It's free, uh, lots of interesting bits coming up. You know how you can save it right. on your computer, and then it's there. You can save it and
1: stuff. Can we just? My voice is, as you know, is 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 uh, is, is my fortune. Can we just use what you just did then?
2: I'd rather you do mm, it.
1: Um,
2: just do a quick hi thanks. Hi thanks. Yeah, I could do something. You can with do. That, you can come that? up with that. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. And then when's it coming out?
2: So this will be out Friday midday.
1: Beautiful. I look forward to um, to tweeting about that. Thank you. Get there you go. You see. I don't think that ruined the flow of the show. I don't think we've contravened any Ofcom regulations by doing that. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
3: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. We've got
1: some cracking stories. The peasants think it's going to be a a winner. Legal highs, we did it last week. We've got some superb, exciting news on how that story has moved forward. Partly, I, I believe, due to us talking about speeding. Great. What we haven't got... I think you'd agree with this, Catherine. What we haven't got is anything for the listener to call in about or talk about on Facebook. Yes. We haven't really got anything like that, have we? No. So I was hoping, I was wondering, if we could put this out to the listener... Oh, dear. Have you, dear listener, got anything that you could phone... Hang on, let me... No. Have you got an idea for something that I can say on the radio that you can then phone in about? Does that make sense? Is that
0: the phone-in or is that the pre-phone-in?
1: That's the pre-phone-in phone-in. The phone-in will then become the best thing that they suggest that people can phone in about. Okay. Aha, you see? So what we need... 08459 455555... ideas. Ideas for things that people can phone in about. Then we will put that on Facebook and people can then also phone in about it. Maybe we'll send J-Dog... Up, sorry, Justin out to do a vox on it as well. I mean, it's... it's I can hear straws being clutched, definitely, but... What are you laughing for, Betts? You came in 30 minutes late. Have you got any better ideas?
2: 15
1: minutes late. Uh, and the re- Get this, dear Lister. Get this. The reason... Oh, my goodness. Just go round and, and <laughs> kneel in front of it. Oh, the, uh, the Go to Catherine's. Oh, the no, is not
0: like using mine.
1: The reason you were late, Kelly Betts?
2: I forgot I left my car here, so I opened my door and my car wasn't there. There's the phone
1: in. What, when, what, when did you forget Kelly Betts' car? Losing your car. No. Forgetting
0: what? where you've put it.
1: That's not going to work. Try to
0: get in someone else's. Yeah, people have done that. Is that going to work?
1: Okay, so let's. Okay, you set that up and put it out.
0: Comedy car moments. Oh no. Oh, I like that
2: one. No. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, Comedy car moments. We'll get we will get no calls on that. We'll get one call on that, and it'll be Dennis, and it'll be boring.
0: I once tried to drive away from a uh, well-known toy shop with a load of things piled up on top of my car. That was hilarious. Was it Toys R Us? <laughs> yes.
1: OK. Oh wait, four f- sugar paper. OK. 08459 oh, double five five double five. What uh, what is it? Comedy car... Moments. Oh, comedy car moments. We will get no calls on that. <laughs> the subject of speeding. It's Peter in Walmart Green. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Peter, we've
4: not spoken for ages. Where have you been? I've been on other stations, actually. Sorry? I've been on other stations. Wh- why? I-, I lost interest in some of it, but that's on there basically. What, what bits did you lose interest in uh, well I, that, that's very it's various things anyway
1: Well, give, give, listen because you listen it 's your BBC right yeah, uh, so know. if you tell us where you lost interest, we can see if we can make make sure you don 't lose interest again
4: Well, I just feel that uh, basically we 're not altogether getting
1: the truth anymore. the whole truth oh well, where do you think we where do you think the, the, uh, the it's BBC... very
4: difficult to place it uh, oh. put a finger on it immediately without looking back on what I've heard and listened And is and listen that
1: to. is that the BBC in general, or is that me, or is that this station, what, what do you think? Parts. <laughs> Parts. I can't, you can't
4: specify really, no, but no. it doesn't seem to ring. I, I, I've i got great faith in the BBC. Yep. I believe that they should be telling it as it is. Yes. Not as they think it might be, right. or in their own mind what it might be, yep. just as it is. OK. We need, we need, we are the only people who i can find that should be totally independent right but i you, don't get that
1: but yet you've um, you've uh, been listening to other stations what other stations have you been listening to
4: lbc <laughs> radio five live you uh, several you know yeah yeah you've been listening to heart uh, uh, no, good, no. Good.
1: They're, they're, too they're, much music for Too me. much music. They're my nemesis. As long as you've not been listening to them, I don't mind. You can listen <laughs> to the others, although LBC uh, has gone downhill in the last seven years. Yeah. Uh, Peter, you've called in about speeding. Have you got any sympathy for these people oh, who've that's... been caught with the average speed cameras? No,
4: I, do, I, strongly, believe, I strongly believe that uh, we should be more strict on speeding Go on. because it kills a lot of people. And uh, I think that anyone who's... Uh, been caught for speed in three in three years three times they should be banned for five years
1: oh wow
4: i don't think there's any other choice because they're they're obviously not taking any notice of the first or second one and uh, if they've done it three times in three years they should be banned for five
1: i'd have been banned this year then I, i would have been banned this year then
4: well then then that that would be Personally down to you, these,
1: these people, Peter, they're saying, in this, this village, they're saying, well, hang on a second, it's not fair. These cameras, the sign that says they're average speed cameras, it's not particularly well hidden. I was only doing 38 in a 30-mile-an-hour zone.
4: Well, then they're going 33% nearly faster than they should have been. <laughs>
1: Well, you're right, <laughs> Peter. Listen, what, what, can I? How how can we make ourselves more honest here at BBC Three Counties Radio?
4: Well, I think you should tell the stories as they are. But I mean, we know there's lots of things going on that's underneath, semi semi underneath the surface. Yeah,
1: I th- I, permission to speak freely and tell it as, as it is. Absolutely, that's I, your job. Can I, Well, can I speak freely now and tell it as it is? Yeah. I think you're being paranoid. Oh, you, you think so? Well, speaking uh, uh, freely, and uh, uh, as it is, I think you are. I, I'd love it if you could think, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'd love it if you could think of an example where you think we've been um, hiding the truth.
4: Well, uh, lots of the stories that come out, we know, we know there's lots of policies, if you like, that are coming out very quietly, no-one knows, no-one's no listened to about them. Yes. For instance... The privatisation parts of the NHS. Yes, then they've caused quite a number of deaths. Now there's no one spoke about them. It's never been talked about.
1: Oh, hang on, we've talked about we've talked about deaths and things. There was a thing in the the front page of. Is I'm either... talking
4: about a private company that, that been incorporated into okay. the. But there was a thing
1: there. on the front page of it. Was it either the Times or the Observer yesterday about a huge number of unnecessary deaths uh, in, in hospitals? We, talk, we I mean, there, there have been no deaths in beds, hearts, and bucks. Possibly one or two that that we are aware of, and the ones that oh, have it's happened. Gracious me! Now, no. apart from deaths, there's
4: been blindness as well.
1: Okay. Where, where, where? Where, 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 I well, where? Don't mention any places, but how do you know about it and we don't?
4: Well, I've had high treatment, right? Right. And I've heard from other patients and I've heard from other relatives of different people. OK. I've got a second opinion. I'm now under
1: Moorfields. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure they're doing an excellent job. Right. So I I know quite a bit about that. Okay. But when well, you said that, that people have gone blind, not at Moorfields, but people have gone blind, people, where, where and when? Not
4: having their, their appointments made, uh, so you like on
1: time. You know, Peter. You know someone who has gone blind because their appointment was not made on time. Not
4: uh, uh, not uh, as a
1: person. Uh, not as a person. You no, see, they would they would have to be a person for it to be a story.
4: Well, I, I I'm afraid you not every story unless you investigate it. Yeah comes to light, and there's lots of things that don't come to light. Well,
1: apparently, but you don't know of any of these stories. This is the thing, you see, we can't have um, anecdotal evidence, we need
4: facts. uh, Sorry, but I don't believe you can call that paranoid. When you you go to an eye clinic, right, and the patient is supposed to have their notes given to the uh, ophthalmologist, and they're given a sheet of paper, and the ophthalmologist says... I can't deal with that. I don't know what's wrong with this patient.
1: Okay. You can't, and that's happened that's
4: so to you, is dangerous it? dangerous. Has that happened to you? No. Ah. That, to two people in front of me. Okay. So, and I was offered a change of drops, which put me on drops that I was taking up, the, the same sort of ingredients that I was taking yes. up years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I know for a fact that I did the right thing by getting a second opinion, Peter, and they said
1: you mustn't change. Peter, with the greatest respect, you, you um, changing your eye drops, uh, without being rude, it's not really a lead on BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh,
4: but, sorry, I'm not saying that.
1: No, but Did no, I say that? No, but, no. What, but, but, but you're, the story about someone going blind because they've missed an appointment, that, that is a story, but you're saying you've heard that, but you don't know who it happened to.
4: Well, uh, you could put inquiries out over the to air. To who? To whom? Over there, just generally.
1: Okay, let's let's put it out. You've
4: got a chance.
1: You've got a Have chance. you gone blind because you had an eye appointment cancelled? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five.
4: That that's fine. That's the but that's the sort of a journalism
1: now that makes sense. Well, Peter, I appreciate your, your your comments and your constructive criticism, and hopefully we should well we'll get lots of calls flooding in from people who've gone blind because they've missed an eye appointment. Yeah, OK. And when we win a Sony Award, I, I'll mention uh, you in I my speech. I don't know
4: how many, how many lots be, uh, no. you're going to get, but I do know no. there has been some. No.
1: Peter, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Listen, it's your BBC. BBC Three Counties Radio. How many phone calls have we had about car crazy moments, Catherine?
0: Crazy comedy car moments.
1: OK, how many?
0: Uh, well, so far, I've lost count. We've, not,
1: we've, not, I, I can see the phone system. Not one of those lines is lit up.
0: Crazy comedy car capers.
1: Oh, wait, 459 five, 555 four, five, five. It ain't going to happen. Mm. Ain't going to happen. Ah, oh, dear. Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. If you have something better that we can talk about, then please, you know, I don't want to sound desperate, but this morning we're really, really strong. <coughs> Talking about legal highs. Uh, legal highs were available for sale openly in Milton Keynes uh, Market. They aren't anymore, partly due to this show. Well, surely it's, it's a, 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 a day to rejoice and be happy. Not according to Andrew and Cope. morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ian. What would you like to say, sir? Well, I'm afraid that... I don't know about bias there in your
5: show, but there's a lot of hypocrisy going on. Go on. Well, I called you, uh, I don't know if you recall, a few days ago when the, the firemen were going on strike when the bonfire parties were occurring, and you, you uh, uh, accused me of being a killjoy.
1: What, d- what did I say?
5: You said I was a killjoy, because <laughs> I, I, I said that the firemen had the right to go on strike and you said it was putting children uh, in danger. Yes. So, okay. you know, right. yes. Well, yes. you're uh, being yes. killed, now, about these legal highs. They're, they, if they're legal, they're legal. Yeah. I mean, why don't you campaign against things that are much more dangerous, that are legal highs, like, like alcohol? I mean, how many, when was the last time you heard someone that uh, was out of their mind on methadrone or any of these other legal highs drove a car and killed someone? And yet you hear it all the time, people on alcohol. Andrew, can I ask you a question? Oh, you it, it, it links
1: in. into the the, the the talk about bonfire night and its legal highs. Why are you so keen on um, uh, uh, allowing children to harm themselves?
5: I'm not I'm not keen on children, allowing children to children harm themselves. I was right. defending the rights of firemen to strike.
1: Okay, on on and, a, on a night when people will be having fireworks. Responsibility on a night yeah, just to clarify for people who missed it, you were uh, keen for firemen to strike on a night when where people will be having no, fireworks I wasn't and bonfires.
5: Firemen night. to strike. I'm never keen on that. But you, that would be ridiculous. That was their right, so I was keen on defending their right to strike. Okay. So you're defending the their parents right to strike. Should have the responsibility.
1: Of their okay. children. So you were defending their right to strike on a night when children will be near fireworks and fire. And now you're you defending the right for children to take dangerous legal heists. I'm, not, I'm, I'm very
5: confused about the, your it, perspective, you know, Andrew. Put words into my mouth. I'm, you you just called you're, me a killjoy. You've been a killjoy there. These are legal things. There are the, much more dangerous things
1: they are Less very well there are what, but they are
5: campaigning against I mean alcohol which is much that, more dangerous
1: andrew andrew we don't know how dangerous these legal highs are because they have some of them are fine i'm sure some of them are very very dangerous uh, and uh, i think it's it's very strange for you to call me a killjoy for wanting to protect young people it's odd
5: Oh, no, no, I'm calling you a killjoy because you're, kill you're going boy. against these things. You called me a killjoy. You're calling it, let them a killjoy. I mean, you know, these these things. It, it's the very fact that they are legal yeah. that, that turns people into it. So, you know. Well, I, hey, no, well, listen. I... It's
1: fine, Andrew. No, actually, now I think about it, you're right. Yeah, we should let young people uh, go to markets in Milton Keynes and buy all kinds of weird plant food and weird chemical agents uh, that have been made in China and Russia, and we should just let them smoke them and snort them. No, you're absolutely right, Andrew. I hadn't thought of that. Even no, though some of them no, are cut no, with no, glass. You're
5: twisting and... around what I'm saying, you're campaigning you? against it. What are you there saying? Are things that are much more dangerous. Why don't you campaign against them?
1: well, maybe we'll move on to that next, but, you know... They're, they're, they you we won't don't... move on to it next
5: because there's, there's too much big business interest in it. to. Gonna... You're, you're part of the media which, which supports these things because you are biased towards them. You, you, there's to... never big campaigns against... biased towards who? Alcohol? Tobacco and alcohol, right? is there? Well, when was the well... last time you had a big campaign against that? My, my, the the last... There's all these <laughs> sensational documentaries about things um, like heroin and that.
1: The but... last nine years of my life have been a campaign against alcohol, Andrew. I've never heard you campaign against it, Ian. Well, no, because it's a private campaign, to yeah. be honest. Well, you know, I mean, what I'm am I going
5: to you do? Out, you're scared to put it out on the media because you're part of this big S- media machine. What? You can do it as much as you like in private. Scared but you to wouldn't put what out? To do it. You, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't keep your job in, quite frankly. What, what, do you, what, do you, what am I scared to do about alcohol? I, 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 I'm you're not... scared to campaign about it. You don't talk about it because there's too many big, big business interests. And you'd, if you started a campaign on this programme about alcohol... To
1: do what? To ban alcohol?
5: No, not to ban it. What but do you to, we re- to do? To restrict it, uh, you, you, you'd be out of a job. You'd be getting C45 within days. Ian, I'm sorry, you don't do it because of that. I mean, no. you may campaign in private, yeah. Andrew. But Andrew, what's the point of that? That's uh, not that's oh
1: not campaigning, gosh, is it? This is t- you talk about conspiracy theories and paranoia. What what can I do? A bloke who used to be a comedian on television, I now present a local radio breakfast show. What can I do to campaign yeah, against alcohol? You, you've sold out, Ian. You are much more. You are much more daring in the past. I was young and I didn't have a mortgage and two kids to feed. I'm 40 now and I've got a huge mortgage and I want to feed my children.
5: Yeah, but you're still a bit irreverent on Channel 5, aren't you, when you're on that? Well, I'm talking about Big Brother,
1: yes. When
5: I'm, when I'm talking about
1: big, those you idiots on Big...
5: A, yeah, but you, why, why can't you... Why don't you adopt that same attitude and go after these things while you're on here? Because you're frightened of getting your P45, aren't you?
1: Well, no, I won't get... Well, I don't understand what I'm, I'm afraid of doing. What, saying that alcohol is bad? What? No, but we're doing a campaign against it. You, would, you wouldn't do
5: that, would you? I mean, you, you're perfectly uh, happy to go after these things that they are which are actually legal. It's the same as, as alcohol uh, is legal. But uh, there's, there's been no harm caused. Has, has, has there been any incidents yes. of someone dying from a Listen, I
1: have to move on, Andrew. I'd love to talk to you for longer. I'm not cutting you off because I'm censoring you because I'm part of the big you media machine. Be, you better not be. Okay, but I have to move on. Call in again this week. We'll have a bigger talk about it. But yes, there have been lots of incidents of, of people being injured. <laughs> Catherine, I told you this wouldn't be a goer. We've got no call. Uh, Say to one. Oh. Yes, line one. Who's this? Yes, you. Uh, hello. Who's this? How are, how are you? It's Stephen the Milkman. Stephen the Milkman, have you called in to tell Catherine Boyle how ridiculous her car, crazy car moments thing is? No, i will come to come to her rescue. Oh, why? Go on. What's happened? He, 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 goes, he goes back uh,
6: a few years. Me and my mate were going to a party. So we, we, I was going back to my house to pick up a bottle, and he had a bottle. So uh-huh. as I'm going to my house, there's an off-light on the corner. So I stopped and dropped him off. He got out, went and got his bottle. I went round to my house, yeah. picked up my bottle, come back round. As I'm pulling into the, the lay-by opposite the shop, uh-huh. I see him getting in the car in front.
1: What? <laughs> <So> <laughs> he, was got he got in the wrong car. Has he? <laughs> yeah. How long did he stay in the wrong car for?
6: It, it, not for not for long. It was lucky that people he got in the car with he knew, so it wasn't so embarrassing. But
1: there you go. Well, see, well, I don't know if you've rescued Catherine there, if you've just embarrassed her terribly. It's it not the greatest story that we've had, Catherine, is it? It's not the best one. It was excellent. Was well, that all we've had? Just that one?
0: Just what we wanted.
1: Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, Life Fader 2. Oh, who, hello, who's this? Hello. Hello, who are you? Hi, I'm Clary. Hello, Clary. Hello. Oh, oh. That's uh, an amalgamation of two names you don't often hear. Claire. Clary, what, what would you like to say?
2: Um, I've got a crazy car story, actually.
1: OK, let's hear it.
2: Um, one day I opened my door and my car wasn't there. It's
1: gone. Sorry? You opened what, your car door? Uh, my house door. You, you opened your house door and your car wasn't there. What had happened?
6: It left it at work.
1: Hey, is that Kelly Betts? No. is that that's Kelly Betts isn't it then Clary why, Clary's not. a real name it's not a real name and why can't I see Kelly Betts in the studio next door I'm... Okay. what's going on I'm here okay Clary yes uh, uh, <laughs> busted right Catherine that is rubbish you've had one call from Steve the Meltman and Clary bye. thanks for calling Clary bye uh, uh, Kelly stop it but I think it's because
0: we phrased it wrong. Car confusion. Oh eight four five nine oh. four double five five double five. Jeez.
1: Now, residents in Welland Garden City say they'll fight their council over plans to build a £4 million extension. Welland Hatfield Borough Council, which is based in a conservation area, wants to erect a glass structure to make their offices bigger, but residents say it's not in keeping with the area and there should be a full public consultation. Well, earlier on, we spoke to Sean O'Reilly, chairman of the Welland Garden City Society. Here's what he had to say.
7: We have now been approached by a number of residents, uh, including our architects, who have come out with a proposal which would... Uh, meet the council's own legal uh, planning rules and possibly meet their own um, uh, objectives.
1: So that's Sean O'Reilly who's, who's got a proposal. I'm joined now by John Dean, leader of the Well in Hatfield Borough Council. Morning, John. Would you be prepared to look at
8: Sean's proposal? No, we've got our own plan, Ian, and it's uh, it's been out for consultation now for for over a month. You wouldn't Doesn't be prepared to... to even have a look at it. That Sorry? seems bit, you
1: wouldn't be prepared to even have a look at it. That seems a bit bit dismissive and, and dare I say it, well, a little a bit have, arrogant.
8: To be quite honest, we have consulted with the Welland Garden City Society. We've altered our original plan um, to some of their suggestions, and we we understood they were reasonably happy with what we'd
1: come up with. No, they're not. They're, they're very unhappy with
8: it. Well, yes, I know, but that, that's... I'm afraid that's the Welling Garden City Society. I mean, they've put out a consultation document which, quite honestly, is just full of, of, uh, so of wild exaggeration. So you wouldn't
1: be prepared to look at their plans, just, just as a matter of courtesy?
8: Well, of course, we'd look at their plan as a right, matter of okay. courtesy, but so we it's can... too late to change it, to okay. change our plan. So if we
1: put you in touch with Sean, you'll look at his plans. That's we great. are in touch with Sean all the time, okay, actually. OK, that's fantastic. It's not in keeping with the area, is it? You're not adhering to the rules that you enforce on the residents of Wellingar, City. Uh, well,
8: we are, actually. I mean, that's one of the falsehoods of the Wellingarn City Society's statement. They, they've said that the, the building that we're putting our extension on is part of the estate management scheme. It's not... But it's it not exempt. Key- why does it not g-
1: come into the estate management scheme that dictates that uh, residents have to uh, build extensions of a certain size and of a certain style and of the same it- colour brick? Why-, why are you
8: exempt from that? It's because it's a public building and it just doesn't ah. come into the area that
1: so, is under the estate management. OK, excellent. We're getting somewhere, John. So you're <laughs> exempt from that, which is great. But that means that you're, you're, you are agreeing that it doesn't fit in with the current design.
8: No, no. Well, I'm not agreeing with that at all. Actually, so it does fit because, in with the current design. Well, because our, our modified design right. does fit in as well as it can. And, it, uh, and, ah, and sorry. Ah, no, John, that, no. I'll stop you there.
1: Okay. As well as it can. So it doesn't fit in, does it? And you know it doesn't fit in. And it's, it, it would imply it's one rule for the residents, yet the council, Yeah, we can do what we want with no, no, the no. council.
8: No, 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 that's completely unfair. It's the part of the design is from necessity anyway, because we, we have to have, because of where the building is, where the structure is going to be uh, built... It needs to have extra light, and that's why we've got a glass front. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, you could buy mm, a light... Well, we, you know you, you know as well as I do that the use of natural light is the most important thing oh, when you're dealing John. with staff. No, it's not, John. It's, yes, it's, it
1: is. it's not the most important thing it, when you're dealing with staff. It's good people management and it's not wasting people's money. Why can't you buy some lights instead of building a huge structure made out of glass?
8: It's not. Actually, you've got it all wrong, Ian. It's not that uh, the whole structure is built of glass. The front has a certain amount of glass What's in. the
1: percentage of glass in this new structure? It's only the front. What's the percentage of the glass in this new structure?
8: Um, probably, it, 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 we're only talking about the front what's end. What's the percentage the of trend. glass in this I new structure? we're talking about,
1: what,
8: 20% maybe? OK, and what's
1: the percentage of glass in the previous structure?
8: There wasn't a previous structure, Ian. OK. This is a new extension.
1: It, uh, and what's the percentage of glass in all the buildings surrounding that area? I wouldn't know. I haven't measured. No, you haven't, John, but you know you could use your eyes because you know that it's not in keeping with the style of the buildings around it so it is one rule for the
8: residents have you ever and been to the rule. palace of westminster what, one of the one of the other structures. What on earth has that got to do with it? Well, is, that in, got, is that in Welling Garden they, City? They is it, John? They've used glass on the front of their structure as well. Is that
1: in Welland Garden City? Does that have to adhere to the rules that the residents of Welland Garden City have to? I don't think so.
8: I've already told you, Ian, that The, you're the, the, the building we're talking. You're the about, council. The building we're talking about doesn't command the state management because it's scheme.
1: because it, because you're the council. It doesn't come under Because this. you're the no, council?
8: No, no, there are, there are many buildings in Wedding Garden right. City that don't come under the estate. You can understand
1: why residents who, who, who've had their extension plans scuppered would feel aggrieved, can't you?
8: No, I I, really? I, I I can't understand that. I mean, really,
1: uh, John. There's a real. I don't want to be rude to you because you sound like a fairly decent bloke, but there's a real sense of 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 arrogance coming from the council on the subject of this. If you can't even empathise with people who've had to stick to strict building regulations in your area. It does seem a little bit arrogant, doesn't it?
8: But we do emphasise, and that's why we've gone out to emphasise. consultation. You know, out of all the complaints we've actually had, or, or, the, or the remarks we've actually had, the majority come from the Welling Garden City Society. The Welling Garden City Society want to see Welling Garden City stay exactly as it is forever. How much is this costing? Life, it's, the whole structure is costing £4 million. Wow. Um, but it is saving good, good, a lot more than that. Good, I mean, good bear, spend, John, sorry, sorry, you've got to let me finish, Ian. The 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 building that we've got to vacate is costing us £215,000 a year.
1: OK, so that would be uh, four... So that's four years, eight years. So that's about 17, 18 years you make your money back.
8: Oh, no, much quicker than that. But hang on, it's
1: £215,000 a year. Uh, and this is costing you £4 million. So, yeah, it's about 17, 18 years for you to make your money back.
8: No, you're not getting the whole picture, because the the extension is also going to house a, a council chamber, which we are vacating from another building. So how much does that cost a year, the council chamber? No no no, it's not a question of that. It's the income right. we're going to gain from it. Okay, how much income are you going to gain per we year? We have the 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 business plan tells us that we're likely to make about another 200,000 pounds per year from that.
1: Okay, so we're looking at 8 or 9 years to make it back. Good yeah.
8: investment. That's a good investment. When, when,
1: in times of austerity, when people are cutting back, you think that eight or nine years is a good investment?
8: I think that's an extremely good investment. To, to, to bring, okay. bring £215,000 back into the council, rather than having to, to rent another building, I think is an extremely good investment. Over nine years? That a you, good you, investment. You make, over nine uh, years uh, you, you make know, the money the back? Most bankers would love to see that kind of return. Um, John, OK. Uh,
1: but you, you don't have any
8: sympathy for those people that are disappointed with your plans? I do indeed and that's why we've listened to them and not really done very much and and altered our plans to to try to placate, to, to try to fall in line with what they want. Okay. We have done that. <laughs>
1: put it out there. I don't want to embarrass Catherine Boyle. She's someone I've got a tiny bit of respect for. But I put it out there. What is it crazy moments that you've had in your car?
0: Car confusion. Call me now. It
1: keeps changing.
0: Car confusion. Call you, me now. You need, 08459 455555. You
1: need consistency. So, wh- what are we settling on? Car confusion. On? Call me now. We, should we put it on the Facebook page? Yes. OK, there we go. So, car, crazy car moments. Car oh, eight, confusion. Call me now. <laughs> Shall we have a quick look at the front pages of the newspapers? Yeah, why, why don't we do that? What with our guests not being there and stuff? Yeah, let's look at the front pages of the newspapers, the Daily Telegraph. Here is, my, here is my girl in pearls, says Prince. Eh? As guest editor of Country Life magazine, it fell to the Prince of Wales to choose a girl in pearls. Oh, for goodness sake, have these people got any idea what's going on in the world? And the choice was simple. Uh, basically, he's chosen uh, picture of Camilla. Do these people the, the, the Country Life magazine girl in pearls? Do you know what's going on in the world, you lot? I like the royal family, but I'm going off them by the moment. Uh, Two tier A and E is 100 units cut care, most to deal only with less serious injuries under radical reform of emergency services. Oh, <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at this. Matt is brilliant. You know Matt, the cartoonist. He is brilliant. He's won an award apparently. Yeah. Oh, it really he says he, he draws what we're all thinking. He's drawn um, two uh, uh, scorpions on a beach um, and and he's written some words underneath, which are very, very funny. coincidentally, well, this is one scorpion talking to the other. I don't know which one's speaking. I don't know if it's relevant I'm going to assume it, I'm going to call the one at the top uh, the scorpion one the, the one underneath scorpion two let's say that scorpion two is talking to scorpion one. Coincidentally, I've always wanted a tattoo of David Dimbleby on my back.
0: <laughs> oh, dear, Matt, <laughs> what are you like? How does he think of it?
1: How does how he think do of you it? think of He that? is brilliant. Matt! Oh, Matt! You do it every single time. Joe's in Letchworth. Morning, Joe. Morning, Ian. How are you? Well, you know, Joe, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of all right. I'm, kind of, I'm very close. I'm very close to treating myself to uh, a brand new... Uh, laptop computer. Very close. Ooh. I'm, very, I'm, I, I'm eyeing one up online and I keep going. I keep thinking, no, 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 let's just wait a little bit. Let me make sure I want it. But I'm very close. Oh. Well, are you going to get thinking
7: about going for a tablet? Because if no. you go for a Windows tablet, mate, they can do almost the same now. It? No.
1: no, 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 no. Tablets are silly. Tablets are silly. i tell you why. Because I want a proper, proper keyboard. Oh, yeah, you can buy one. No, I want a computer. I want a computer where I can put DVDs in and burn DVDs and watch DVDs and play games and do computery stuff, not just watch Netflix,
7: which, um, is, which is all a tablet does. And you can also use it for your radio journalism because you can type, you can edit with all your audio <laughs> programs and everything, can't you? So there you go.
1: Well, you're being serious when you say radio journalism. Do you hear that, Catherine? Yeah, it's radio... funny. No, is
0: that no Matt that's... On the that's <laughs> no,
1: that's not Matt. He's what he's saying is true.
0: Oh, you did that, did he?
1: Yeah.
7: Well, I've, I've got a bit of a claim to um, uh, not Matt, not Matt exactly, but my dad does um, cartoons occasionally in, in
1: certain newspapers. What, what's? Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? what certain newspapers?
7: He's done, he's had a few published in The
1: Sun. Um, D- he doesn't do Stryker, that, does he, or George and Lynn? <laughs> does he do George and Lynn? No. I used God to like that. Remember that. Are they still going, George and Lynn? Let's turn to the, uh, the, uh, the page. It, at the moment, it's, it's, oh, it's Stryker or Hagar the Horrible. That's it. Oh, no George and Lynn. I used to enjoy the... Uh... Uh, what happened to George and Lynn? Well, I think they finally put some clothes on <laughs> and realised it wasn't 1977 anymore. Tell us one. Tell us what. One of your dad's cartoons. Oh, I can't remember. This was years ago. Oh. He
7: still does them occasionally, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's Ken Amos when you'll see the signature.
1: Oh, we, we, we're Googling him. We're Googling him uh, as we speak. Joe, one thing, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, OK, but one thing I want to run past you. Yeah, go well. on. Uh, Tony Robinson, Baldrick, time team. Yep. He's been knighted. He is now Sir Tony Baldrick Robinson.
7: <laughs> it's a what?
1: What do you think about that?
7: I don't think Blackadder's going to be very happy.
1: I think is the most... Rid- Listen, I like Tony Robinson. I think he's, he seems like a nice enough bloke. But really, he was in a cop comedy 15 years ago, uh, so was I, and he digs holes in gardens, uh, so can I if I wanted to. What, how does that get you a knighthood these days? Ian, hey, you did the
7: 11 o'clock show. That, that doesn't deserve a knighthood. Um, <laughs> I did watch you, though, know, and you were very funny.
1: Sorry, well. sorry, Joe, the line seems to be a little bit bad. What did you just say? I said you wear. Um, I think you used to watch you in the yeah. uh, eleven o'clock show. You were a bit naughty. Yeah, the line's broken up, Joe. I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to. We <laughs> g- have to go now. I'm, unbelievable! What is it dissing me this time of the morning? For goodness, I don't come here to get being insulted. Where do you usually go? Oh, I go to my house. Hello there. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Fred. You've called in about crazy cars. I am. Well, no, it's not crazy cars. It's car confusion. confusion. Call That's me now, right. thanks, Fred. Uh, okay, thank you. Right, <laughs> go on, Fred. What is it? Um, I used to work in post offices
6: around London oh, yeah. uh, doing maintenance work. Yeah. So I'd start at 6 o'clock in the evening when they shut, and I'd finish anywhere between sort of midnight and 2 o'clock. Lovely. And the licensing laws had just changed, yeah. and they were allowed to open 24 hours. Beautiful, of beautiful. So I thought I'd stop and get myself a couple of cans of beer on the way home to yeah. have a nice little drink before I went to bed. A little, tr- little, uh, little kestrel treat, of course. Who, who wouldn't Absolutely want to do fantastic. that? Yeah. So I saw this neon sign. Yeah. I thought, excellent, 24-hour off-license. So I pulled up in the bus stop, outside the shop, yeah. in my transit van, yeah. Clim- went to climb out of the driver's door. I'd opened the door, and I was halfway out. I looked over, and this girl has got in. Oh, hello. She was extremely good-looking. She had a very, very short skirt on. Oh, no uh, hey. Yes, and I thought my luck was in. Yeah. Anyway, turns out she was a prostitute and thought I'd stop to pick her up.
1: Well, that's very foolish. Did, did she not even tap on the window, and she just, just got <laughs> no. in? She just climbed in the van. And what, what happened then? Well, I, I explained
6: very politely that um, that wasn't why I'd stopped, threw her out of the van and left without my beer
1: very uh, quickly. Oh, mate. Well, the, the, the Fred, thank you very much for that. Catherine, is this really the calibre of calls we want, someone talking about prostitutes getting into their vans?
0: Car confusion. Call me now. 08459 four double five five double five.
1: Paul's in Bigglesway. Good morning, Paul. Uh,
9: good morning, Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just standing up, because I always like to stand up when I address you, sir.
1: Karela, and That's the correct way for it to be. I'm going to remain seated, and I'm going to look at you with a, a look of uh, contempt.
9: Thank you. Um, treat me as a serf. Uh, my Tony Robinson story, I, years and years ago, I'm going back about 10, 15 years, maybe a little bit more. Um, I, my work used to take me into Addenbrookes Hospital, into the operating theatre oh. there. Now, years and years ago, BBC used to do a programme, I think it was called Hospital Watch or something. You're... I remember that, yes, yes, Hospital Watch. Well, Tony Watch. Robinson was a presenter for yep. some of those, and um, I was in theatres one day, and Tony Robinson was having to do a bit to camera. And uh, you know the little paper hats you have to wear when you're in an operating theatre to keep your hair out of things? Well, um, they wanted him to put on a paper hat, but he had to have the makeup department come and do it for him. What that, they, the makeup department
1: had to come and put a paper hat on him. Yeah, come, come, they had to come and put a paper. Oh, hat on these him. actors, these hey. lovey-dovey... and now he wants a knighthood. a knighthood. Imagine when? When was the last time he killed a dragon or rescued a princess with long hair? Oh. Never happened, mate.
9: No, no. I mean, sorry, you know, to me, if you get a knighthood, you ought to be able to put your hat on straight yourself, shouldn't you? Yes. A, a qualification is. You don't give knighthoods to people who can't put paper hats on, for goodness sake.
1: <laughs> oh, Paul. I, th- I think Paul's just made the podcast this week. Paul's just made the podcast. Thank you very much. Paul's cool. He's got a good point. You don't give knighthoods to people who can't put paper hats on. You simply don't. 08459. 455.
0: 555. <laughs> Car confusion, call me now, 08459 four double five five double five. I just
1: think that car confusion is a very limiting.
0: No, no, no. Where have you left yours? Did you get in the wrong one? Did you press your thing and it went off over the other side of the, the car park? That doesn't even mean. Car confusion, call me now, 08459 45555. We... Kelly Betts had car confusion this morning, didn't you, Kelly Betts? I did. I opened my door to get in my car and it wasn't there. I'd left it at work. So oh, be... confusing. But.
1: <laughs> It happens.
0: Facebook, Lisa Uh, Hunter. What confuses uh, me is bad parking, especially in supermarkets, where some people park a car like it's been abandoned, I hear Something else that confuses me is people who have apparently passed their driving tests yet do not know what a no-entry sign is and then proceed to drive the wrong way in a one-way street and then have a completely sat-nav sav out you when you dare... Oh, right. they completely sav out you when you dare to tell them they're no, really wrong.
1: No, s- no, right. Seriously. That's Facebook confusion. That's Facebook... That's not, that's not car confusion. That's Here's one. Car Here's
0: annoyance. on Facebook. My uh, husband is partially sighted and has problems seeing uh, other cars, especially when it's dark. This has led to him several times getting in the wrong car and frightening the occupants, especially when it's an elderly person. Oh, dear.
1: You're now producer of this show. Mm-hmm. I've had some great producers since I've worked here at BBC Three Capitals. Radio.
0: Have you ever done car confusion? Call me now. Eight four double five five double five.
1: We've had uh, Laura, who was excellent producer. Laura, producer Tara, who was wonderful. Yeah. Do you really think? Uh, sorry.
0: You've missed me out.
1: Yeah, I'm saying that I'm talking about the good ones.
0: Oh. You should ask yourself why you go through them so quickly. <laughs> do you? And why am I still here? Yeah.
2: Do you,
1: do you think you're meeting the high standards that they have set for this show?
0: They haven't done car confusion, have they? Call me now. Oh, 8459 455
1: five, five, five. On the subject of the uh, golly costume that's being sold on Amazon, and it's a full outfit that you climb into. Okay, You wear it. So it's, it's a, a black mask, uh, it's a black curly wig, uh, it's the black and white striped trousers, it's a full thing. Is that appropriate, really? Dennis, what do you think?
3: No, it's not. It goes back to slavery. To slavery in America. When they went, they used, to, they used to think that black people were thick. That was the idea. Mm. And so they had the black and white minstrel shows to show that they were happy, happy people but thick. And that is totally racial. And I, I, why they bring it back now, I do not know. Because, after all, we're not, there's no such thing as black and white. You've never seen a black man. You've seen a very dark man. You, you don't see white people. You're not like sheiks. We're all shades of the, the shades of the different
1: brown. Catherine's quite pale, but I take your point. Listen to some of these Facebook comments, uh, Dennis. Peter says, oh, my golly, what next? Beverly says, how ridiculous. It's just a bit of silliness in dressing up. We take these things too seriously. And Michelle... Uh, no, uh, Julie says, it, it surely, uh, in my opinion, this is fine labelled as a golly costume. It would be inappropriate if it was labelled as a black person costume. They don't seem to be too upset by it, Dennis
3: well, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with them as well,
1: then. Have a listen to this. I don't know if you heard Colin. Colin called up earlier on, and we, we, we talked about this. This is what Colin had to say. I don't
5: think there's
1: anything wrong with it. Wow. So you don't think it's inappropriate for um, a, a white, middle-aged man to wear a, 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 an outfit that has a black curly wig, a black face with a white mouth and eye holes, black gloves, white and black stripy trousers, and a black jacket. You don't think that's inappropriate?
7: No, I don't. I think it's just part of our history, and if we can't live up to our history, then there's
1: something far wrong with this country. Well, well but also, would it be appropriate for someone to dress up as, for example, a slave, a black slave?
7: Uh, I personally wouldn't.
1: But would it be okay? It's part of our uh, history, and if we can't live up to our history, as your <laughs> argument, then then where are we?
5: Well, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Why not dress up as a slave? So it would
1: know, be, be appropriate to go to a fancy dress party dressed up as a black slave?
3: Uh, yeah. I think
1: Dennis, what do, you, what do you make of that?
3: That's ridiculous, quite frankly. We should be living our history down, not up. We try to live it down. We did these things to people. Look, when I was very small, I had a black doll, and he was dressed like a little lad. And I thought it was marvellous. That is why I have never, ever looked at a person and said, well, don't like him because of his colour. I've got friends of all shades, and I hope they realise I am a friend. (laughs)
1: Taps with your car, fun fun things with your car. Um, this was Catherine's ridiculous topic this, that she's come up with this morning.
0: Car confusion, call me now, 08459 455555. Why? Jane JJ Johnson says, I always try to park near a done, trolley done, park.
1: Done that one. It's not car confusion, it's just car stupidity.
0: I always put a sticker in my car when I had a common car. So, so what? So I knew it was mine and I didn't try to get in other people's.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a way of identifying your car. It's the registration plate.
0: Yeah, but sometimes you just, you know... Put a sticker looking in your for a car. a blue car. Oh,
1: Do you want to talk to Jane? Because I've really got no time for this. Speak to Jane in Aylesbury.
0: Hi, Jane. Hi. Hello. Thank you for calling me now on the subject of car confusion. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? What's wrong with Ian this morning? I don't know. He's in a right funny mood, as usual, <laughs> to be honest. Monday. So what I'd... happened to you, Jane?
10: Um, I've, I, I had a red Nissan, right? And um, I changed it for a grey one. And I went shopping and I was looking for the old car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i've done that it's it's easily done because your brain is so tuned to your other car that i think i'm about 20 minutes around this car park trying to find this car that i didn't have
0: oh jane what you like ian see car confusion it does happen ian it does it does Happened to jane
1: I'm probably
0: not the only one that's
1: done that either. I bet you're not. Oh eight
0: four five nine four double five five double five. If it's happened to you,
1: Andy says. Oh, Andy, this is a lady, Andy. What's the what seems to be the problem with it? Anyone who takes offence at the costume really needs to get a life. You don't. Now this is where her point falls down on the floor and rolls down the gutter. You don't see royal mail going on strike for postman pack costumes or nurses in uproar along with monks and vicars. I don't know if um, postmen have been subjected to hundreds of years of abuse, slavery, um, violence, things like that, whereas black people, I think they were, weren't they? I- I'm not really the, r- the right person, I guess. I, w- I guess we need to speak to a black person on the show, because it, it, I can't really communicate the, what a Golly's garley, not aimed at me, so I I don't know. Steve's in Dunstable. Steve, what do you reckon? Morning. It's, it's our sense of humour, the British
7: way of sense of humour. You can't tell... You cannot tell us... You, you cannot tell us our people how to think and what they should buy and what they should not buy. It's the way we are. It's just... It's a bit of harmless fun. And, and as for the slavery, why is it always blacks? The whites were sent first before the blacks. Why is it always the whites that are racist against... Blacks? Why not blacks against races against whites? It does happen. It happens as much as the other way around. So why do you portray on the media? There's always the white person being racist. When you get called a white onky, you just laugh red off. We call them something else, and we're up for racism. You know what I mean? It's one way traffic in this country. Simple as that. I have like slavery. Been... You want to know your history
1: about slavery? Because whites was there. I white haven't been called a white honky since 1982. Well, there
7: you go
6: then.
1: And you're, you're a white honky. Do you feel offended by that? And also, it, uh, uh, at no point this morning have I said that uh, I've not said that slavery is not a two-way street. No, well, but you might not have said that, right? But if you listen to your show
7: yourself, yeah, it's perceived that way. And all across this, the really. media, when a white, when a black person, a race person, is murdered by a white person, for some reason, it's always. It seems to be a racial incident. But when a white person gets murdered by it, the other way, oh, no, you know, it's, it's never... Them, them words are never used. So, Steve, context.
1: Steve. Yes, they are. I, I've heard of white people being murdered by people well, of other colors, and uh, it being described as a, as a racial with a racial motive.
7: If it's not many, it's always outnumbered. It's the way the media perceives it, it's the way the people perceive the what. So every it time, up.
1: every time, Steve, we do a story that's um, uh, that, that is implying there is a perhaps a racism from white people towards black people. We have to counter that by saying, but just to remind you guys, uh, black people can be racist as well. We have yeah. to counter that. I don't think we need to, Steve, because most people are intelligent enough to know that happens. We don't need to be reminded that black and Asian and Chinese people can be racist, racist towards other yeah, races we, because we know We know, know, that, we why know why it happens.
7: Do always, why do you always push it to the wrong way? Right, got, let's go back to the gollywog Right, it's a bit of funny, People get offended. Everyone gets offended about something. Other people might not. And that's just the way it is. That's just life. And then as for the slavery, the whites went first, then the blacks followed as far as I... Was. As far as I know, so Jordan, have, even the white should have a chip on the shoulder bit.
1: But blacks have, have suffered. Black people have suffered more in more recent times. Apartheid, segregation in the United yeah, States. These hatred. Jordan, these, they're holding hatred. These, these were all. People. These are all within
7: living memory. Yeah, but what are we supposed to do about it? We can't push your foot around people just because they've had it, because they've had that. We've got to crack on with life at the end of the day. And so, do so by, the cracking on it, by
1: cracking on with life, you would dress up as, uh, in, a, in a black costume that, that was... Steve. You, Steve, Steve, let me finish. So to, to celebrate and moving on with life, you would dress up in a black costume whose origins uh, are derived from the subjugation of black people.
7: It's, it's nothing to do with that. It's actually just having a laugh. It's nothing to do... It's no do- there's no direct link in the sense of humour. This time, the time's moved on. That was the past. We are the present. We're having a laugh. You're at a party. You know, someone
1: comes and helps. Maybe you can. Maybe you can help me here, Steve, because I'm struggling a bit. What's funny about that costume?
7: No, I'm just saying it's just a it's collie walk. So what? But it's what's
1: the collie you're saying? You're saying it's a bit of fun. So, so what's funny about that costume? Well, it just is. We make Tell fun me. of people. We make fun of every. We make fun of nation. We make fun yeah. of black people. Yeah, well, it's making fun. I suppose It's
7: making fun of. It's like other costumes. You make fun of other people in other costumes but you don't hear anyone ranting and raving about what, that. What other,
1: give me an example what other people. I don't people...
7: know, I don't know, I don't wear costumes. Well no, you've,
1: you've, you've, you've raised it so you must have, a, you must have an We're example doctor, in your head. Doctor's uniforms, I don't right. know, an ugly uniform. Doctors Doctors <laughs> haven't, you know, <laughs> they haven't been subjected to the same treatment that, that black people have yeah, in, in the last. Past.
7: Why is it always the blacks? What about the whites? What, we've been tortured and murdered in the gone past but we don't have a go, or, oh, you can't wear that uniform, sorry, oh, lardy-dye, oh, you've hurt my feelings. But that, co- the, the
1: Gollywood costume is, is was, was originated to um, make fun and demean black people. That's what that costume represents.
7: Well, I, most, the majority of the people who probably wear it, right, because at the end of the day, I, I, I'd say I'm probably too old, but if I did wear it, it has nothing to do with the fact of where it originates from, right? It's just, it's just there as a bit of fun, and, and that's the difference. People of this day and age probably don't know half of what you're on about and what I'm on about. They're in a different world to me. Yeah.
1: What about going to a fancy dress party as... Um, Hitler. A, uh, no, all right, as Hitler. Let's start with Hitler. Go on, then, yeah, another, another one. What's wrong with dressing bit up for that? It's a free okay, country. What's OK, let's move it slightly, then. How about dressing up for a fancy dress party as um, uh, someone who was in a concentration camp? Whatever. Whatever. Is, that, is that a bit weird. of fun?
7: It can be to other people
1: to dress to up to dress up as someone who was in a concentration camp. It's the context of the party. It's the context why you're
7: wearing it. It's down to actual personal what reason. So if do someone dressed up in the striping... They're not going to wear it because they go right. It's because it originates from black slavery. So someone, for that.
1: Someone dressed up in the the blue and white stripes outfits that look like be like pajamas, maybe with a star on the front and a number, for a fancy dress party. That'd be alright. It's a bit fun because it's out of context.
7: Yeah, anything. Why not? We're well, not? It's not against the law to dress up, is it? Is it against the law to dress up how you like? No. no,
1: Steve, it's not. Thank you very much indeed. Remind me not to go to any of Steve's fancy dress parties. He's set a very low standard. <coughs> uh, we're also talking uh, about um, confusing car situations that you have been involved with. <gasps>
0: oh, dear. Sorry? Rita Cullingham. Years ago, I had an Astra, very common in Luton, where I worked. Yeah. I worked nights for Royal Mail, and early one morning I got into my car to go home. After a few minutes of adjusting the mirror and waiting for it to warm up, another postman knocked on the window. Yes. He thanked me for warming his car up and oh. then asked if I was stealing it. No, it's my car. No, he said, yours is there, pointing to an identical Astra next to his one. How does she get in it? How well, maybe the keys, the keys all it? work.
1: I don't understand... The thing, the thing I like about phone is, is when they generate debates... Uh, conversation, funny stories.
0: Yeah, no, this is just like a featurette. Car confusion, it happens. Call me now. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double
1: five. Here's a question, Catherine. This is going to sound really stupid. This is basic English. Okay. And I, I, I was confused yesterday when they talking about this gentleman who was um, uh, in uh, found in the bag. Right. Um, they said that he was found in the bag, and this, this Kev's just used this phrase as well. He was found in the bag but there was no sign of a third party. Right, you got that? Yes. Who's the second party? The bag? No. Who, who could be the second party? So let's say, right, I'm at home uh, and I've, I've got a bruise on my head. Let's put this gentleman to one side. I've got I'm a bruise on my head, the police come, there's no sign of a third party involvement. Who's the second party? The police? No, they're the fourth party. Uh. So I'm the first party, the person who, who may or may not have attacked me is the third party. Was the second party? It's not the cat, is it? Is it the cat?
0: Uh,
2: is there someone in between you and the person that attacks you? Uh, Maybe someone that's, that tries to prevent it?
1: There was a deliberate reason, Kelly, why I aimed this question and why I'm looking solely at Catherine Boyle, because I, I... no disrespect, but nah. Catherine?
0: Er... Uh, I can't really help you out. I think it might be... That the police consider themselves a second party at the scene. Is it like. And then the third party would be someone else.
1: Is it like first person and third person, which is something I'd never quite understood? Mm-hmm. You're really confused. I thought you'd know and laugh at me. Oh, good, I'm not so. 08459, oh, 455555. Five,
0: the, five. the third person is because it's I, you, he, she. Right. Okay, so in, gr- in grammar.
1: What's, what's the first person? I. What's the third person? He, she. What's the second person? You. So I'm the second party. I'm the first party.
2: Are you the first party to yourself? And then if somebody else... and But the second party is you as well?
1: Kelly, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Just seriously, leave this one for the grown-ups. OK, is that all right? Yeah. Thanks. So, I know, I don't want this to drag on more than it has to. If I am the first... So, if I have a bruise on my head uh, and I, I'm the first person, I go to the police... They say there is no evidence of a third person who's the second person is it the police we th- we g- Kelly you really I'm going to let you have a go at this now Kelly do you think Thank you've you. got it
2: I think I've got it the person but you haven't yes yeah who invented the whole third party second party first party thing couldn't count got confused
1: oh, you were just quoting de la soul a minute ago me myself and I
2: oh yeah so me is the first person myself is the second person so you're basically the same person and then the police are the third person no the Criminal is the third
0: person. Catherine, let me take you back to your French class. Oh. Bonjour. Je is the first thing. If you were trying to manipulate the verbs, yeah. right? You remember those tables you had to learn. I, you, he, she.
5: Yes. Yeah. They. Like okay? it. Okay. Like
0: it. So think of them. Stop thinking about them as a person. Think of them as a list. It's okay. the word I, I. The
1: word you. She's acting this out. The, the word listener. he, she. Right.
0: He, she is the third. In that r- She's in that holding list. an
1: apple between her thumb and uh, forefinger on her left hand as well.
0: I'm being the teacher.
1: Yeah, Ooh.
0: clearly. So what? third one down, he/she. So second one down, you. First one, I.
1: So hang on, I'm, I'm the first and the second person. That's what I, no,
0: said. no, no, we're not talking about you in particular. We're talking about the words.
1: But I okay, but it's me.
0: I am first. I
1: am first. You. Who? Second. Me. So you're the first person. You weren't even in the house when I got a bruise. I don't know, I'm not going to tell you why I invited someone into my house who bruised me. I is you. Yeah.
2: As in Ian. You
1: speak in proper English, yes. Kelly, so with the BBC. I,
2: just say, OK, I is me. Oh, you would be somebody else. Can you speak present. proper English? Oh.
1: I is me. I is you. <laughs> for goodness sake. I am Ian. You am are me. she. I am I. Oh, for goodness <laughs>
2: sake. 08459
1: four double five five double five. Can someone explain it to me? I just don't get it.
2: What, you is in you or I? Oh, right.
1: God, goodness sakes. I, I, don't, I don't want to dwell on this too much. I don't understand it. And it was yesterday listening to Five Live. They were talking about, talking about this poor gentleman who was found in a, in a bag. The, uh, and I, not to make light of it, but I, I think it illustrates the point better. He was the first person, this gentleman that was found dead in a bag, and the police said there was no evidence of a third person or third party. So who was the second party? Oh, i double, five, five, double, five. got you all scratching your heads as well. This is the kind of thing that drives me insane. Really upsets me. Um, oh, we've got a text here. Hang on. 81333, three, start your text, 3CR. Ian, the answer to your question, first party is the victim, second party is the act or crime itself. That's not true. That's not true third party is the person who commits the second party unless it's an accident, in which case the second party becomes the third party also. Or it is an act of God, in which the case, the act is always the first party. No! The, I think we can guarantee, we can agree, the third party is the baddie here, OK? First and second party. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. So who's the second party? This, uh, and Catherine, I, when I mentioned it to you, I thought you'd laugh at me. No. And say, oh, you, you silly sausage, it's this. But you're confused as well.
0: I am, and I consider myself a fairly intelligent person. And I've studied languages.
1: You have studied languages.
0: But... I couldn't answer it, what? so I brought out the big guns
1: what, what, what big guns have you got?
0: Fiona McPherson, who's the senior editor of the Oxford English Dictionary
1: Oh, Fiona McPherson Thank you for joining us this morning You're very welcome Does, does, what I'm, does the question I'm posing make sense?
10: Yes, I'd never really thought about it And, and yes, it does And um, while I'm not 100% sure I know the exact answer We have, I have a plausible answer Which makes sense Okay, give us your so plausible answer that. Yes. Well, I think um, the, the whole this terminology began in law So you had the first and second second parties being whoever, you know, the the main person, say, being accused of something or whatever, and the law as the second party. And then that Uh. got carried over into the sort of insurance realm. So if I drive into a tree, I'm the first party, and the second party would be my insurance company or whoever's insuring me. If I drive into somebody else, they become the third party with the first and second parties still being the same. And I think it's just really carried over into more general language to mean another agency, somebody else as you said.
1: So if I uh, believe I've been attacked in my home, I'm the first party Yes. the third party would be any potential perpetrator of that attack I would think so, yes. And the police would be the second party.
10: Well, I don't know, not necessarily. I mean, I'm not sure they might be, but I think really it's just become generalised and used now to mean a, n, other person, without necessarily having to be uh, parties one, two and three, if you see what I mean
1: (laughs) It, it, It must
10: be fun doing your Job. It is quite fun, and you get unexpected questions. Well, at, you know, eight <laughs> forty in the
1: morning. So, I listen, I appreciate you coming on. You've, you've been you've fine. been a very very good sport. Are you the person that has to decide which words, new words, go into the dictionary?
10: I'm one of them. Yeah, but that is part of my job. Yeah.
1: Is there a team of you? Do you kind of have you know dinners where you sit around going right? How about <laughs> this one? Twerking? Anyone?
10: Um, I wish it was it was as civilized as that. Um, there is a team, um, but we we have such sort of uh, strong criteria and guidelines right. written um, down that um, we each. Make 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 the decisions but it's based on whether there's evidence for it so and we don't sadly we don't sit around debating and and getting into fights about it either
1: and is is twerking in the dictionary Um,
10: it's in twerk is in one of our dictionaries it's not yet in the oed which is the historical dictionary that i work on but it is in um some of our smaller current current english
1: dictionaries yes absolutely fascinating fiona thank you for being such a good sport and hopefully we can talk again very welcome i'd love that (laughs) Graham is up next on the subject of uh, car, car things that have happened to you that are not apparently that fun. Uh, no,
0: no, no. Car confusion, call me now. No. Hi Graham.
1: You talk to him, go on then.
0: Hello Graham. Hello Graham. I'm here. Hello, there was a bit of fader confusion. Tell me your
6: story. Right, um, back in, ni- um, I think it was about 1982. Sounds fun already. <laughs> I, I was I was in my car and you, there was an escort and you could push the handle on the driver's door up so you could just slam the door and not have to lock it. And as I stood up after I'd done that to shut the door, the uh, keys fell out of my pocket, and as as the door slammed, the keys were on the the driver's seat. My brother, got out a screwdriver, just stuck it in, turned the lock and opened it. Oh. And uh, another thing for you... um, Please. Back in... uh, This was in 1984. I had a Mini Cooper S, uh, 1971. It was registered down in Thames, Ditton, in Surrey. And I pulled into a car park, and as my brother and I walked away... My brother noticed the car beside it was the next consecutive number. Oh. My, mine was ELN 907J, and this was ELN 908J. Car What's siblings. What is that happening?
0: <laughs> Graham, thank you very much indeed. And no you've problem. just proven, Ian, car confusion happens. It does. Even in the 80s. 08459 455555 was the number you've been calling. Thank you, listeners.
1: expect me to come back in after that, mm. after you've killed... Listen, this show is, uh, is, is, could, be, could be classed as a, a warm-up show for JVS. We've just killed the audience stone flat. With... What are you talking
0: about? They're revved.
1: They're pumped. But well, I, any, any air that may have been in their tyres was completely let down by Graham then.
0: He was parked next to the car with a consecutive number plate. Are you not
1: listening? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, that's not confusing. We're not talking about car semi-coincidences. That's what he's called it. He's called the car semi-coincidences hotline. He wants BBC Surrey for that. No, we were doing car confusion. There was nothing confusing about that. The only confusing thing was, how on earth did we let that call go on the radio and give not just one story, but two stories?
0: Hey, you listen to me. If Graeme calls, Graeme gets on. That's
1: the rule. Would you like to apologise to the listeners? No. Unbelievable. I'm not going to apologise because it wasn't my fault. If anyone... I tell you what, I'm going to get Catherine to write you all uh, sorry notes after the show.
2: And then do an end bit. So, oh, thanks for listening. Yep. Bye.
1: Can we just... Can we just use what you just did then?
2: I'd rather you do Mm,
1: it. Um...
2: Just do a quick hi, Hi, thanks.
1: Hi, thanks.